listeners, uh, once again to a very special episode of the Nerdwatch podcast. As you most of you know, the Nerdwatch was at Amazing Hawaii Comic Con 2017. Of course, that involved uh, my compatriots here with me, Todd, and of course, Alika. And uh, in spirit, Cynthia Isaac, and of course, Format and Gannon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, I got a chance. We got a chance to talk to uh, terrific people like uh, uh, Casey Morimoto. We talked to Horimoto. Horimoto. Jeez, I'm horrible <laughs> at this. Sorry, uh, Casey Horimoto. Was thank Lindsay you very much. There. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hilarious. Uh, but we got to talk to. Uh, we got to also talk to um, William Shatner. We did not get to talk to William Shatner. Just did a Frank. No, I did get to talk to uh, DJ Cavicani. I got to talk to Chad Harden. Those interviews are all going to be right here. Todd Bernardi. Uh, I did get to t- speak to Todd Bernardi. And uh, I also got to p- speak to some of the Hawaii Comic Book Alliance guys as Gross. well. Um, and I got to speak to some uh, great artists, uh, guys like CV Illustrations and guys from X-Ray Vision as well. And one of my favorite interviews, of course, Stacy Hayashi from Journey of Heroes. So uh, there's a lot of that stuff. Um that's going to be um, on these, I guess, 10 or 12 interviews. I can't remember how many, but uh, I just want to let you guys know the very <laughs> special episode. Yeah, I know there's a lot more than that. It's a lot more than that. So please sit back, enjoy. Uh, they're about maybe uh, 10 to 15 minutes, some maybe 20 minutes. Um, uh, uh, and we talk to great artists and great entrepreneurs. I like peanut butter. So uh, make sure you guys uh, stay tuned. On uh, your Amazing balls. Hawaii Comic Con. <laughs> We can never make anything professional on this show, can we? Like, ever. Uh, anyway, uh, enjoy the amazing Hawaii no, Comic Con in interviews uh, right here on the Nerdwatch podcast. So, uh, aloha and enjoy. Shut up. Is it chunky peanut butter? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to another special edition of the Nerdwatch podcast. I am here at the amazing Hawaii Comic Con 2017 Tons of artists, tons of people, as you can hear the ambient noise around me. It's pretty crazy right now. And I am joined this afternoon by the very talented artist, Mr. Chad Harden. Chad, sir, welcome to the show, to the Nerd Watch. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Hey, well, listen, uh, Chad, you, uh, you're quite famous for your depictions of a very familiar character. And who would that be? Smurfette. <laughs> of course. Of course. I should have known. I should have known. Of course. No, I'm teasing. I'm, uh, I've am uh, I've been on Harley Quinn since issue zero, and uh, I just finished up uh, issue 25 of uh, Harley Rebirth and uh, an eight-page section of the 25th anniversary story. Now, is, is, is doing Harley uh, by choice? <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, nice. Always, yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. That's always um, nice. I, I really lucked out. Um, for whatever reason, Jimmy and Amanda saw my artwork, thought it would be perfect for the book, um, asked me from day one. You know, I was thrilled to be on it. Yeah. Um, just right place, right time, and, and luck, for whatever reason, lucky that Jimmy and Amanda felt like I was the one. And For those that don't know, Jimmy and Amanda who? Palmiotti. Uh, Jimmy Palmiotti, Amanda Connor, uh, the writers, and uh, Amanda's also uh, the cover artist. Uh, for Harley, and um, uh, I mean, I was pretty much on the the series all the way up till Rebirth. I did issues one through three of Rebirth. Nice. And then I uh, I left to uh, teach teach art as a professor at Utah Valley University, but uh, they've managed to bring me back for uh, about eight issues. Wow. So, yeah. So working on Harley for you, you you're uh, you have a very unique art style. What is it that inspired you to draw Harley the way you do? 
You know, um, I as someone who grew up with the animated series, um, I was familiar with the character. Uh, you know, was in love with the character. Um, you know, when I got the assignment, I was really excited about it. I knew who she was, and so for me, it's just I drew her. That's okay. No worries. Uh, I drew her the way that I wanted it, uh, or I just felt like she should be drawn. For sure. For sure. And uh, I also had a lot of help from uh, Amanda's uh, inspiration, you know, her her drawings for uh, issue one, the cover, um, were influential. Um, you know, so I took a lot of my lead from Amanda, too. Right. Now, before you were working on Harley, what, what was it that you were working on? You know, it was, it was really weird. Uh, um I've been working with uh, Dark Horse on uh, Dragon Age. Oh, okay. And I, I, I had, for seven years, I'd worked almost exclusively with uh, Joy Cavallari on DC Comics. And I left to do uh, Mark Wade and Stan Lee's The Traveler. Oh. Back when, when right. Mark was editor-in-chief of Boom. Okay. Um, you know, he asked me, he called me up one day and just said, hey, uh... Stan Lee and I want to work with you on the Traveler. Do you want to? Uh, do you want to do that? And I was like, uh, yeah, you know. <laughs> and uh, so I left DC, uh, did the Traveler with Mark. Um, after that, I jumped ship over to Dark Horse and did Bioware's Dragon Age mm-hmm. with Dark Horse. And um, what had happened is when I when I went over to Boom, I taught myself to ink my own work. Oh, okay. And um, So you were just penciling up until that I point? I was just penciling up until okay. that point. And apparently I'm a very hard person to, to ink. Oh. And so when I started inking my own stuff, it, it, it got a lot more attention. Oh, okay. And um, and so DC asked me to come back. I came back for Villains Month, and I did a fill-in for Supergirl. And I was really expecting, after Comic-Con, I think it was 2012, for right. Eddie Berganza to give me a call and say, hey, we want you on Supergirl. And um, and instead, what happened is Mike Martz called me and said, "Hey, do you want to be on Harley Quinn?" Wow! So, yeah, very cool. Now, you, the what the way Harley is drawn, it's um, there. There are so many different versions of her. What, what, where would you say yours lies in that pantheon of how she is drawn? You know, um, well, hopefully, it it's the pantheon where she sort of comes into her own. Okay, and it. It, it's really strange. I mean, I, they just announced the new Harley Joker movie. Yes. Um, but, you know, the the whole thing that uh, Jimmy and Amanda set out to do, and uh, and I was lucky to be a part of, is to basically make Harley her own character and right. no longer just the Joker sidekick. Right. And so it's really weird to to see the movies, and even there's a new there's a new DC book coming out that's yeah. going to be... right. Harley and Joker, and, and then um, there was also that new animated uh, yeah. film with Batman and Harley. Yeah, yeah. and and you know what? I mean, he, you know, here's the thing: people people are always going to want like what they want, right? And you know, I grew up, and Harley and Joker were you know uh, peanut butter and jelly. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, for Chocolate sure. peanut butter. How yeah. many peanut butter analogies can <laughs> yeah, you? Yeah, uh, yeah. One more. Carrots. You know, uh, peanut butter and bananas. Know. Yeah. You yeah. know, I'll use Forrest Gump analogies when I run out of peanut butter analogies, but um. You know, and, and so the thing is about it is, um, um, there, there's here's the great thing about comics: there's room for every story. Right. You know what I mean? Um, so, uh, you know, it's exciting to see other people getting to tell their stories, and 
you know, and I, and I just tell people, I was like, that doesn't take away from anything that we've done. Um, it's just that, you know, we we went in one direction, and now this book's going to explore another direction. Right, know? right, right. Now, so, for as far as that, as as far as your inspiration from being uh, being the Batman animated series, of course, uh-huh. as uh, most of us are, um, it's interesting that Harley transferred to the page as well as she did because being the animated creation that she was, I, I from somebody who draws and probably knows her more intimately than most. What do you think the attraction to Harley Quinn is? And I don't mean as in, you know, I, I don't mean the physical appearance. I, what, why are people so drawn to her? Well, she has this this weird innocence. You know, she's almost like the hostage. Right. You know, like the, the, the person that has Stockholm Syndrome. Right. So she's sympathetic. She's She's smart. Um, you know, um, in Mad Love, you know, she captures Batman, and then Batman and Joker sort of make this agreement, like, you know, okay, this never happened. You know, right, you know. right. And, um, you know, so she's capable. Um, she's adorable. I right. mean, she's ha- she has a lot of likable characteristics. Right, because when I look at your work, it seems like to me, from from other artists that have drawn her, it seems like there. It's interesting that you say that because there seems to be quite a bit of innocence in her look. Yeah. Like, and it's almost it's almost dangerously unassuming. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and that that's nice to know that it, that's purposeful because yeah. oh, it yeah. really comes across yeah. on the page when you see that when you see that artwork. Yeah. So, I mean, for you, it must be it's it must be fun to take that and juxtapose that with the fact that she's. Rather malicious. Yeah. So I mean, or, ca- or can, can be, be you can know? be yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Right. She could also be extremely kind and generous. You right. Know? Right. So, right. Yeah. She's she is a what I call it like a tornado of emotion. Right. You know, and you never know what you're going to get. Right. You know, one moment she might be your best friend, the next moment she might be trying to kill you. you right. Know? So and it, what's interesting to me is is that you know for as much as um, uh, you've drawn Wonder Woman too before, right? I say that. Yeah, again. You, you've drawn Wonder Woman as well, right? Have you? Um, I, I drew a little bit of Wonder Woman. Right, right. A little bit. Now, here's my question: For as much of uh, as much uh, uh, praise uh-huh. uh, that uh, Wonder Woman has gotten as of recently, <laughs> okay? As much and as much as and as much as ad, uh, you know adoration for her, which is great because I love. Yeah. I thought the movie was yeah. was fantastic. It reminded me of what Superman was for me in the seventies. Right now, I can almost say that Harley Quinn is a new generation's kind of female heroine, yeah. and I don't think there is enough. And I should I should say anti heroine almost. Yeah. It it almost feels like she doesn't get enough credit. I mean, because you know she's talked about in. In yeah. comic book circles and in in, yeah. and in nerd circles, as it were, but never really like she is kind of this anti hero. Well, um, you know, I, I took my daughter to see Suicide Squad on her birthday, and it, the whole entire theater was was young female uh, attendees. Sure, uh, twelve to sixteen, right? And and they they weren't like. Like if if I was going to say those kids belong to a clique in high school, right. they were not the preppy kids. Right. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It, they were the kids who. You don't want to say were necessarily- a little on the outside, right? Right. Okay. They weren't. They weren't necessarily rejects. Right. Gotcha. Right. You know, and um, and uh, 
and I think um, it, it's probably a different audience than the Wonder Woman audience. Sure, you know, so she's filling she's filling her own uh, niche, right. so to speak. Right, absolutely. Yeah. Now, for you, how how do you see this character? Um, uh, I guess transforming or evolving. Uh, in your work, does she? Does she? Does this character evolve along with the stories? Yeah, oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. So I mean, so you draw her. I mean, because there's so many different forms of which you draw her. Yeah. I mean, do you do you find yourself in one issue, you know, just doing like like you said, the innocence, or, or attacking her 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 very malicious side, or do you do yes. that a lot? Or yeah, I've done I've done the full range, and that you know, and that's really uh, because of the. The fantastic writing of Jimmy and Amanda, um, you know, and and um, every you know everybody always asks me they're like, well, what's your favorite issue? What's your favorite issue? And my answer is like, whatever I'm working on, the newest the newest issue that I'm working with Jimmy and Amanda is always going to be my favorite, right? Because they have managed to keep this story fresh and unpredictable and exciting and fun. For uh, you know, fifty issues now. Yeah, for sure. And that's in you know, and um, you know, there's a lot of people that um, there's a lot of famous writers that that get a lot of attention. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. but the one thing I like to point out to people is that Jimmy Palmiotti altogether probably had over a hundred issues of Jonah Hex. Sure. In a day and age where nobody can publish a Western comic. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? No, no, I got so, you. So that speaks volumes right. to his range right. and, and his ability. And what he can do, yeah. He's one of these guys that's sort of a quiet, uh, and him and Amanda both, their team. Right. Okay, so I'm, I'm you know, I don't want to, when I say Jimmy, I should say Jimmy and Amanda every right. every time. Right, right. Or even Amanda and Jimmy. Right. Okay, you <laughs> right. know. Um, so, uh, uh, you know, so I, I, I don't want to discount, uh, you know, anybody's work, but they're, they're like a power duo that, that, isn't necessarily doesn't have to be in the limelight. They just quietly go about doing their job, right? And and everybody loves it. Everybody benefits it, but they don't. They don't need that that uh, Re, the fanfare, aff- right? Right. A, the, lot, a lot of these writers need the affirmation, as right? Were, right. Exactly. Gotcha. Yes. So, yeah, yeah. And like I said, they they are genuinely uh, just two of the best people on the planet. So now, Chad, I I I normally start off my interviews with this question, but I'm going to probably end it with this for you. What inspires you to keep doing this, or what has inspired you to draw, number one, and number two, what inspires you to keep doing this work? Because your work is, from a layman who can't draw uh, a stick figure, these are are amazing works of art. You know, I I come from a very, uh, a very, uh, a family full of athletes and physically strong uh, individuals. Um, my grandfather was born on the banks of the Rio Grande. Wow. Uh, my grandparents picked cotton during the Depression. Wow. Um, my father uh, has, uh, you know, been an excavator in Las Vegas. Excavation is a fancy name for ditch digger. Uh, okay. Yes, sir. Yes. <laughs> and if you know anything about Las Vegas, it's extremely hot. Yep. And uh, my grandfather started Tass Harden Excavation there uh, in in the late 50s. And my father started his business, Harden and Sons. And we worked in the dirt, digging holes. And, you know, my, my brothers loved it. My right. dad loved it. My grandfather loved it. They were good at it. 
but I was like the one guy that physically, like I, I, I just couldn't hack it. Right. Do you know what I mean? I got you. And for me, it's like I, I have to do something. Right. That I can hack. You know, right. and and you know, and um, uh, you know, not that there is anything wrong with that that Absolutely. profession. And uh, I'm very proud of my my father and my grandfather and the things they did, but. They were doing a job I could not do. Yeah. And my heart was always, always in drawing. Right. And so, um, and the thing about it is, for me, it was motivation. It was like, you know, it's like, look, if, if I don't make this work. Right. You know, I, you know I'm know i going to be digging holes in the 117 degree heat. Right. And, um, you know, so for me, it was like, I, I, I just got to, I got to make it. Right. You know. So this was this this was not for you. This was not a choice. This is a must. This yeah, is I it, have to. It, it, I and uh, you know, uh, I I talked a little bit about teaching before. It, one of the advantages I had uh, throughout my art career is I just had a razor focus. Like I'm going to do comics. I'm not interested in video games. I'm not interested in right. in book covers. Okay. I'm not interested. You, you know what I'm saying? You know right. all these other forms of illustration. All these other forms of art. You know, people are like, oh, well, you could do this or you could do that. I was like, no, I'm doing comics, you right. know. And um, and even my students, you know, a lot of my students, uh, the, you know, they come to me and they have a portfolio. And I'm like, well, what what is it are you really passionate about? Right. You know, and a lot of them are like, I don't know. I don't know. And and I think that works against them. Right. Because I'm like, well, if you're going to be an artist, you got like you got to be like stoked for something. Right. And I always had that love for comics. I mean, comics were my escape. You know, okay, we talked about ditch digging. I took every penny I ever made working in those ditches in Las Vegas and right. dumped them. I, I have thousands of books, dude. Wow. I have thousands of books. Okay. Wow. So, I mean, I have almost every X-Men, every Amazing Spider-Man, every Usagi Ujimbo appearance ever. I got it. <laughs> um, because those are, like, my three favorite books. Um, right. And then just about everything from 1989 up. Including like every image, you know, like I, I loved all the image founders: Todd right. McFarlane, uh, Jim Lee, Mark Silvestri, uh, Rob Liefeld, all those guys. So you know, you know, I've seen a lot of uh, um, what I call the image generation. Right. You know, um, I was very fortunate to be a part of that. Um, so their art was was what inspired. Oh you. yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I wow. just, I mean, I I dumped a small fortune. And I just, I would just study the pages, just, and my friends were like, well, do you read this story? I'm like, nope. <laughs> you know, they're like, how can you have all these books? And, and I, and I should go back. Um, there are some stories, uh, that, that were so good. Right. That you have to read them. Um, Alan Moore's From Hell. Of course, um, a fantastic book. Yeah. Uh, Dave Gibbons and Alan Moore's Watchmen. Um, who else? Oh gosh, uh, Scott Snyder and Raphael Albuquerque's uh, American Vampire, yeah. most underrated comic ever. Like why HBO does not have a miniseries for American Vampire? Right. I, I don't know. Right. Wouldn't it be perfect? You know, it would be. Let, and, let's let's erase the memory of uh, sparkly vampires. Yes, please. From the from right. the national conscious. I, I tell you what, right? I'm I'm with you on that. And unfortunately <laughs> for HBO, they just got off of doing True Blood too. It's like, I, I know. Oh, man. I know. So, so, but yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. Wasn't it, wasn't, was that HBO or was that Showtime? That was, True Blood was HBO. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But uh, you, know? Uh, you know, Chad, it's amazing to me that you have uh, you have been in this doing this for. You're, are you still teaching, by the way? I'm still teaching, and I'm still doing comics. Man, but, but uh, you know what? What I'm what I'm working on now. I'm working on creator owned. Ah, yeah, gotcha. Um, you know, when when you hit forty, you start <laughs> to realize that your time on this small little speck floating in space is a limited time. Yes, sir. That you have a finite amount of energy to put towards projects. Right. And so you really have to make a short list of what you want to get done. And, I, I, you know what, I never thought, I never in a million years thought that I would have, I would be a success Yeah. in comics. I mean, I just wanted to draw comics. I just right. wanted to be a part of it. Yeah. Um, I never expected the success. Right. Uh, so thank you to everyone who's ever bought an issue of Harley or supported me in any way. Um, but uh, the creator owned the idea of creating something that maybe might one day be remembered after I'm dead. Yeah. Something that I created. You know, like there's a lot of people who think that I created Harley. I'm like, no, 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 no. That was Bruce Tim and and Paul Dini. You know, I'm just I'm just drawing the comic. Yeah. You know, um, but the idea that maybe I create something right. that you know one day carries on after, I think that'd be cool. That so. is fa- that is absolutely fascinating. Yeah. Now, kind of a fantasy question though. If okay. if Chad Harden <laughs> were not sitting in this chair right now and uh-huh. he were he were excavating with his father, uh huh, yeah, would he still be buying comics? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, probably not the same comics. Right. You know, it, it, it's so difficult. I, I had a fan come up to me today, and they're like, you know, uh, they're like, would you draw me an X-Men? I mean, I was, you know, I loved X-Men. I love Spider-Man. I've, I've still done Spider-Man. Spider-Man's been relatively untouched. I really don't mind what they've done with Spider-Man. X-Men have gone in a direction that I would not have taken them. And I think a lot of that is the whole Disney, uh, the whole Disney uh can't get over the fact that Fox owns the movie rights, so they're just trying to shut things down. You know, yeah. <laughs> yes, they are. Um, it's so funny, you know, watching people deny that that's happening, and I'm like, you know, look, we're not dumb, right? You know, we're not dumb, right? Are you a? Are, so. That's a question. Are you a fan of the Fox X Men? The movies. You know what? Logan was one of the one of the best superhero movies I think ever made. Agreed. Um, agree X Men Two, the Nightcrawler scene where he attacks. The White House. The White House, the president. That yeah. was badass. Oh, yeah. No that's, doubt. That's, you know, so it, it has its moments. We we, we around the Nerdwatch like to call it the, the refoxification yeah. of the X-Men. You know, um, I, I Deadpool is great. Deadpool you know, is great. So, so Fox has done some things right. Sure. So let's give them credit for the things they've done right. Absolutely. Have they made mistakes? Yeah. Sure. Everybody has. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Do you, do you, is there any... If you had, I will make this the final question because I know you're a busy man. Okay. I know you're drawing DC right now. Uh-huh. Is there one character, or is there one, uh, if there is there one superhero in the universe that you would like to draw, either DC or Marvel or independent? You or? know, if if Chris Claremont came to me and said we're we're gonna do the <laughs> '80s X-Men team. Oh man! And or or New Mutants. And I know that was Bob McCloud, you yeah. know. Um, you know, so if any one of those two came up to me and said, you know, we're bringing it back, every character you ever loved, 
you know. <laughs> and we're gonna let you draw. And and you know what's funny? Um, I the other day when Jim Lee talked about bringing back Wildstorm, uh, and, and Jim's such a busy guy, and I'm such a fanboy, and Jim can smell it. Jim yeah. can smell the fanboy, you know. <laughs> you know, so his, his fanboy alarm goes off. I'm sure whenever I'm in the room, but. You know, my question to Jim was like, okay, so who's doing Gen 13? Because I love Gen 13. I love J. Scott Campbell. Oh, man. You know. So there's a few projects where I could definitely be tempted. Gotcha. You know. Um, but at the same time, it's like, would it also be cool to create something like Hellboy? You know, something lasting, something right. that affects the market. Right. You know, like I said. And, and you know, it's so funny. Like, like Usagi Ojimbo is, you know is one of my favorite books of all time and so many people like know nothing about Usagi and it's it's I mean it's got so many Eisners I mean it's genius is undeniable I mean uh, Stan Sakai has made it his life's work yeah it's a brilliant book it's a beautiful book yeah um and I just can't sing its praises well enough I mean just something like that where the quality shines through the love the the devotion, you know. Well, I mean, surprisingly enough, you mentioned Stan Sakai. Uh, yeah. Not to not, not to uh, promote the Comic Con coming up in Maui, the Maui Comic Con uh, Volume Two. Stan Sakai is the uh, the guest of honor. He's coming out. Really? Oh yeah. Really. So uh, we'd love to have Chad Harden there as well, because <laughs> <laughs> we're putting it together. But uh, Stan uh, Stan Sakai's work is is quite amazing. You're absolutely yeah. right. So I mean, I mean. They they base a, a Nickelodeon I know. show on his work. I know it's crazy. I know. So it's and it, deservedly so though. Right? Oh yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Well, listen, uh, if you ever want, uh, look, Chris Claremont is here. I know. I, I want to interview him. I'll talk to him. Oh, I, I know Chris. <laughs> okay. I know Chris. I have his cell phone number. Okay, good. I'll, I'll put in a good and, word. And uh, <laughs> when he gave it to me, I, you know. Chris is not as good as smelling the fanboy that Jim Lee is. Oh, you know? gotcha. <laughs> so Chris is like, here's my cell phone number. And I'm like, oh, you know, like <laughs> trying to play it cool, you know. But I am such a nerd. Right. I mean, I, I have it, though. Oh, it's fan. in my pocket. <laughs> good. Okay, good. I was going to say, when I go interview him, I'll put in a good yeah. word for him. Okay. I said, I want to left, definitely have to see Chad Harden's work on a, a reformation of the X-Men. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, Mr. Harden, thank you so much for your time. Uh, you do amazing work. You can check out Chad here at the Amazing Hawaii Comic Con. If not, where can we find you, sir? Oh. Other than the pages of uh, oh. Harley Quinn books in D.C. You know, Instagram. Oh, Instagram? I think uh, Harden Art and Instagram. Um uh, and watch watch my Patreon. My Patreon has been very neglected, but but as the pages for Temerity start to roll out, Temerity's my creator own book that I'm working on with Jimmy Young. Okay. Who's one of my one of my students. Right. Um, very talented writer, very talented web comic artist. Um, we're working on this together. And um, as they start to roll out, definitely check out my Patreon and Fantastic. If if you have the money to support, support. And let's see if we can't make some new comics. Fantastic. Ladies and gentlemen, Chad Harden. Chad, thank you for stopping by the Nerdwatch. Uh, so we'll see you more around the Amazing Hawaii Comic Con. Ladies and gentlemen, peace out. Much love. Most assuredly, always stay nerdy. Make sure to check out Chad on his Instagram page at Harden Art. Got to check it out. It's amazing stuff. And on Patreon as well. So until next interview, aloha. <laughs>